Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Agnes Drew and Max O'Brien. It's day 1,321 since we came back on the air. Any news, Agnes? Huh? Oh, no, I guess not. Wow, Earth to Agnes, everything okay? You seem a little out of it this morning. Yeah, I'm fine, it's just... Hang on, we're on the air right now, right? That's what my introduction usually means, plus little light is on. Do you want to talk about something when we're done? No, it, we can do it right now. I could use a few extra ears with the listeners if we don't have anything more important. I don't know if there's anything more important than helping each other make it through whatever challenges we're having at the moment. There's been no zombie activity of any note, so what's going on with you? I'm just having a hard time. With the fact that I'm having a hard time, if that makes any sense. It does. We feel like we should be better at this by now. And a lot of us aren't. You're not alone in that feeling. Thanks, but I'm talking about something else. I mean, we have it pretty good here at the station. Sturdy shelter, resources to help us get through each day. Friends nearby at the lighthouse, not to mention the clearance crew, who might not be friendly in the sense I'm thinking of, but who are a sturdy backup. Sure, we used to have it better when we had larger communities nearby, but compared with some of the people who we meet, we're so much better off. We don't feel forced to stay on the move. We haven't lost anywhere near as much as some other people have. And yet I'm still here feeling sorry for myself. Oh, well, mm. Max, can you jump in here? Oh, sure. So think about it like this. The universe is a cold, unfeeling place where what we're doing is just a blip on the cosmic scale. The things we're feeling and doing probably don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Max! What? That's what I think about when I'm having thoughts like what Agnes just described. I mean, there's a quasar out there called TON618, which is an accretion disk of hot gas surrounding a black hole in the center of a galaxy. It's estimated to be as massive as 66 billion suns and has a higher mass than all the stars in the Milky Way galaxy put together. When you think about stuff that big, it really puts our stuff into perspective. Okay, but the wrong perspective... I don't think the attitude that nothing we do matters is going to be all that helpful to someone who is having what basically amounts to survivor's guilt. Well, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it the way Max just described it, but it actually does make me feel better. But not because I think we're all insignificant, but because we keep going in spite of being such a small part of the universe. I mean, we could easily let the size and scope of everything crush us. But we don't. We keep going. If it helps you, then I guess that's as good a way of thinking about it as any other. Yeah, and what's even better about it is that even despite the huge distances and sizes of things in the universe, the human mind is constantly trying to figure out how to overcome those obstacles. Right now it's all science fiction, but a lot of science fiction eventually becomes science fact. You mean like zombies? No, that's more of a horror movie. Oh, I don't know. I think I've demonstrated that there's a whole lot of science in the zombie apocalypse, and not just biology. We've used a ton of information regarding botany, sociology, chemistry, physics, and all kinds of other sciences to get us through this. True, 
But I'm still talking about the size of the universe. Faster than light hyperdrives to get us across the universe in no time flat. Actually, Max, most of the ships that are in those sci-fi shows would still take decades to get anywhere interesting. Remember how big space actually is? I mean, as I recall, the next nearest major galaxy is something like 2.5 million light-years away. And a light-year is almost 6 trillion miles. Yeah, but I was thinking about the Heart of Gold ship from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Its infinite improbability drive can have it just show up anywhere at any time. I would call that more like science fantasy. Anyway, we're about out of time. Is any of this helping, Agnes? I think so. I think taking it all from this perspective makes the curve seem flatter in terms of what people are going through. We do all have it tough, and it's not like we're just sitting here in our station by ourselves and laughing at everyone else. We're doing what we can to make things better for everyone. It's just hard to remember that sometimes. It is, which is why we have reminders like this. Listeners, how are you feeling about your own situations? Anything you need? Anything you can do to help others? Let us know what you think about this whole situation. It's time for us to go today, but we'd love to hear from you. Yes, absolutely. We'll talk about this again when we hear what some of you have to say. In the meantime, though, we'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Dr. Rosalind Clark, and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.